Hi, my name's Alma, and this is Pastor Jeff, and we're here with the Weekend Extra, and we just started a new series this week. There are just some things you shouldn't do alone, and it was a really good service tonight, and the video that you guys will eventually get to see if you attend church or watch it online is even... Yeah. makes it more powerful than we can even explain at the moment. But there were a couple questions I had okay. for you. Can you explain to me how we can open our hearts more to be able to receive the gifts that either God or someone here on earth wants to bless us with? Yeah, so it's fascinating. The In order to receive something, you have to recognize that you need it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you need it, and you can't provide it for yourself. And uh, a lot of times, why we refuse something or say no to someone is because we don't recognize that we need it, or we think that we can provide it for ourselves. So if you're out to dinner with a, another couple, you know, you and your husband are out to dinner with another couple, and you both reach for the check, you're going to fight over the check because you both realize you guys could pay it or I could pay it. Neither person is in need. Right. And right. so you argue with it, uh, maybe because you want to be you're wanting to be generous or maybe because you're prideful. It just depends, you know, but usually it's it's some kind of argument. If you change that scenario then. Right. And um, you were having a medical crisis and it had wiped you out financially and someone came to pay your medical bills. You would look at that and with gratitude and with awe and even gratitude toward God because you would look and say, man, we were never able to do that ourselves, and somebody did that for us. So a lot of times spiritually, the reason that we struggle to receive from God is because we don't think we need God. We, we, we offer God our own righteousness. So we would look and say, I go to church. I give a little bit of money. I'm a good person. I don't smoke, drink, chew. Day girls who do cheer for Michigan, that kind of thing. And we would look and say, that's all that's wrong with me. So that's like the extent that God needs to love me. That's it, right? To really receive from God, you have to get in touch with your need. And actually, one of the reasons why God points our sin out to us, he doesn't point our sin out to us to rub it in. And he doesn't point our sin out to condemn us because we've condemned ourselves with our sin, right? So God doesn't need to like reinforce that. The reason he points our sin out to us is so we recognize our need for him. And like when that, when I read the scripture, it says no one's righteous, not even one, or my righteousness or my good works is like filthy rags to God. I realize that I'm in this place of total dependency, and therefore I, I have to accept what God wants to give me, um, or I have no hope, right? right. So if I'm, if I'm drowning and someone reaches for me, I grab their arm. If I'm playing in the pool and someone reaches for me, I might splash them back or push them back. It, it all depends on how I see I see. Or you the could need. be the one-handed bandit. Really people <laughs> or you could be the one-handed <laughs> bandit. That's right. By the way, Oma wrote all these notes with her left hand, and it's very impressive that she did it. Yes, it was very much a challenge. Um, the next question that I thought about was, how can we understand the depth of God's love? So it, it, the two questions are kind of tied together. Mm-hmm. I have to under, I understand the depth of God's love as I understand the depth of my need or my offense to God, right? So 
for instance, uh, the video tonight involved a, a, a kid who forgave someone who murdered his brother, right? So uh, it was interesting afterwards, um, somebody said to me, man, that was a really dramatic example of forgiveness. And I said, why do you think that? Well, because, I mean, to forgive somebody that murders is like a big, big deal. And they said, I actually have trouble forgiving somebody who does the little things. So I understood their conversation. We had a conversation about that. But as I walked away, I thought, that's interesting. They think they're not a murderer. But the Bible says you are. The Bible says if you hate your brother, you, you, you've committed murder. It's them in your heart, mm-hmm. right? right? And so if I don't see myself as a murderer right. that needs that depth of forgiveness by God, then I can't understand how loving God is to me that he would be willing to forgive me. Uh, Jesus did the same thing with the Pharisees. He said, if you if you guys look lustfully at a woman, you've committed adultery with her in your heart. Right. Well, they would look say, I'm not an adulterer. And Jesus would be like, yeah, everybody is. Everybody is. Right? <laughs> and so when I, don't, when I don't recognize the depth of my sin, I can't recognize the enormity of God's love. When, when I don't recognize the, the glory and the righteousness and the perfection of God, I, can't, I don't recognize how egregious my sin is to that and how much he had to love me through that in despite of that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all that kind of stuff. Like, like I, it's, a, it's a place of humility. It's recognizing a need. Uh, sometimes I say, if I'm just a good person who needs to be better, then the crucifixion was really overkill. Right, So God's dramatic action would be necessary for my dramatic rescue. So as I recognize my need for God, I'm able then to receive the depth of his love for me because I recognize how deeply I need him. Does that make sense? Definitely, So so it's it's all in that perspective that that it, it really alters how we do that. And then with each other, it's the same thing, right? I found, I found in, um, in ministry, I, my life is, is a weird one in a lot of ways. And one of the ways that it's weird is that people will give me things sometimes, you know, as an act of love or gratitude or whatever. And I, when I first was in ministry, I always said no. And then I realized I have to be willing to receive. I want to give you things. I want to love you. I want to be there for you when life is difficult. I want to pray for you. I don't want to be invested in your life. Well, f- for me to be able to do that, I have to let you do that for me. Right. Right. And so it's this, it's this back and forth. And as I started letting people at times do that for me, I realized I actually, I really needed that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need, I need to not be the hero all the time. Sometimes I need to be the recipient because I have those needs in me. So as you position yourself there with God, you position yourself there with other people, and that's where all that cycle starts to play through that we were talking about this weekend. Right. Being <clears throat> a person sitting in service tonight, listening to people's expression and their, oh, or oh my, after watching the short video clip yeah. that we had, it was very powerful. Yeah. There were so many people that were like wiping tears and drying tears yeah. that, that it just impacted immensely so if you haven't had a chance to watch it yet i hope you will be able to this weekend yep and that kid that kid did the scriptures he forgave as he had been forgiven right powerful example for all of us yes thank you well this is alma and pastor jeff again with the weekend extra